Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week, it's a bit of a contrasting issue. I have a friend who can't see anything written in red or green on a whiteboard. Being the curious person I am, I've tried to get him to explain why this is. But unfortunately, he can't remember much of his diagnosis. I've also tried to search on the internet, but can't find any similar reference. Anything to do with pens on whiteboards. Only to do with general colourblind individuals not being able to see red laser points on a whiteboard. However, he swears he's not even colourblind in any other way. If one of your team could solve this mystery for me, I'd be most happy. Thank you. If this isn't colour blindness, then why? And what is colour blindness? I'm Petrox Sumner from Cardiff University. So to answer the question about the pens on the whiteboard, basically this doesn't sound to me like a simple case of red-green colour blindness, but it might be a case of red-green colour blindness combined with something else. Basically, in the eye, we have two types of receptor called rods and cones. The rods do nighttime vision when things are relatively dark, and the cones do daytime vision. It's often a misnomer that cones only do colour vision, but they also do light and dark vision during the day when the rods are not active. If you are red-green colourblind, it means that you don't have one type of cone. But that doesn't mean that you can't distinguish any colours, and it also means that you should still be able to distinguish things at different lightness. So, for example, yellow and brown or grey and white would still be pretty clearly distinguished for you. And because white on a whiteboard is basically the lightest colour, anything that's coloured is normally darker than white, which means that even though you might not be able to tell the difference between the red and the green pens, you should be able to tell the difference between the white board and the red and the green pens because both the pens will be darker than the white board. So that's why it doesn't sound like just a simple case of red-green colour blindness. So distinguishing coloured marks from their background shouldn't be a problem. What else could be going on? Having said that, the green and the red pens will be less dark than, say, a black or a blue pen would be. You can show this, actually, by doing a little experiment, which I just did myself. I wrote red and green writing on my whiteboard. I shut the curtains, made it as dark as possible in the room, turned the lights out, waited until I was accustomed. And then it's clear to me that even though I've now lost my colour vision because I'm seeing with my rods and not my cones anymore, I can still see both the red and the green writing. But you should also see that the green is less distinct than the red and the red is less distinct than black writing. And that's because both the coloured pens won't be as dark as the black pen, for example. You can then imagine that if you combine this, not having colour vision, with, say, not being fully able to see the thin lines. So if you squint at these lines, for example, you probably see that they disappear. I can get the green one to disappear if I kind of squint at it. And that might be sort of simulating if I wasn't wearing my glasses or if I had some other reason that in my eye I wasn't so sensitive to contrast or to acuity. So that's why maybe a colour blindness associated with something else could mean that you wouldn't be able to see these pens on a whiteboard. 
Just to pick up on the thing about the laser pointer, the reason a colorblind person wouldn't be able to see a laser pointer on a whiteboard is because it isn't darker than the whiteboard. A laser pointer is adding light to the whiteboard, of course, and so it isn't darker than the whiteboard. It only differs in color, and that's why a colorblind person would have difficulty seeing the red laser pointer on a whiteboard. Colour blindness occurs when certain types of cones in the eye aren't present, but the person in the question sounds as if he has some cones. Perhaps it's more of an issue with detecting differences in luminosity or the brightness of surfaces. And on the forum, you can find some colour-sighted interpretations of colour blindness. Now, I don't know how true this is, but my brother, who is colour blind, always used to say that because he'd learned to interpret colours from shades of grey, when he watched black and white TV or black and white films, he could tell what colour the objects in the images were. But from looking at whiteboards to departure boards for next week's question. Hello, Naked Scientists. This is Matt from Benoni in South Africa. I'd like to know, if there was another major volcanic eruption, like the recent one in Iceland, what would have a greater effect on climate change? The emissions caused by the eruption, or the emissions of the aircraft that were grounded as a result of the eruption? Or would they perhaps cancel each other out? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Which was worse for the environment, Eflayakul or most of Europe's aviation industry? Answers on the forum at thenakedscientists.com forward slash forum or you can write to us directly. And the address is chris at thenakedscientists.com. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.